up, everybody? Okay, I'm did you say we were starting? God damn it, Brad. We were starting now. <laughs> God darn it. Can't ever get a good intro off, man. All right, everybody. Yes, I'm Justin Ragers, uh, joined by uh, Brad Renolf. How's your day going, Brad? It's all right. It, it, just all right? I mean, you didn't do anything fun, interesting, anything like that? No? No, I had to work. Hey, There's work. There's nothing fun about that. Sometimes work can be fun once in a Ooh. while. Oh. Not my work. Okay. I, I, I feel you there. Yeah. Work can be boring. All right. But yeah, anyways, today we're going to be talking about the Xbox and Halo being canceled for launch and whether or not that will kill kind of like the Xbox launch or not. Uh, in my personal opinion, I don't feel like it's going to need Halo at launch per se, just to be completely like honest. Cause, I mean, there's, I think only one other time that they actually had like a big game at launch. So I don't really feel like it's going to be a killer on them. How's that make you feel, Brad? Well, at launch, I mean, if we're going to start comparing things like it, you know, all Let's see, the Xbox 360, I think, was the only one that I think had had a launch. No, yeah, had a, that was the Xbox 360 was the only one that had maybe like one or two launch titles. But even then, as you transition into like the Xbox One, there wasn't a lot of exclusives out right away, but it didn't stop a lot of people from going there. What stopped it is not, or is Xbox not being able to make new exclusives through the whole xbox one line they just didn't have any real exclusives to offer other than halo gears of war was it rise of rome i think it was sunset overdrive i don't know there's there's a few i mean it's i feel like there was some, some there, decent ones that they came out with so there was a couple i mean xbox i i don't think it'll struggle with with launch not having a big title to come out it just depends how they move forward if they don't start getting exclusives they're gonna keep going down i feel but there's a lot of people out there that just want you know and it goes for the opposition too that just get the next console so that they can have the next console and what do they end up using it for most likely a media machine yeah yeah that's the thing like another thing that does play a big big factor in kind of what you go with is kind of your friend group too like i said if your friends are all on the xbox you're going to probably get an xbox that's the way it's usually been but of course with all the games becoming like cross-platform now i mean that's certainly probably going to change everything as well <laughs> uh let's see but no i suppose Ugh as more and more crossplay games come out but again it takes a lot of development to go into to make every system talk to each other especially when you know you start adding servers you start adding multiplayer to it there's just so much that goes into it so much scripting so much testing that you know it takes just way too much time to do they have to figure out a better way of doing it and not all companies are on board even though that they kind of show the idea that yeah we want to you know we want to be able to have our fans play with 
the opposition, but that's not necessarily true because each company has their own secrets and they're not going to, you know, they're not going to part with it. And that's really what stops the crossplay crossplay games from becoming a lot more popular. Uh, I don't I don't know. I feel like that's the thing though. They are extremely popular now. Like I said since everybody's got a hold of crossplay, I think that's just the way of the future. And yeah, I know it's more work and a lot of companies are going to butt heads against that just because like I said, oh, we're going to use my server, that server. I pay for this server. We should use this one and you know, I, I get the whole jumble about all that kind of stuff, but I don't know. I feel like it's still going to be the way of the future and the companies are going to have to kind of adapt to that. Just Well, that's true. You're definitely going to have to adapt. They're going to have to adapt. But the one thing you're going, I, I can promise you that you're going to see once, once if crossplay becomes a standard, you're going to see the games go from a $60 margin probably to either a 70 or $80 margin. It's going to go up. They're going to be more expensive because of the fact that they have to put more money into you know, people investing hours to develop the technology, to develop the scripting and all the behind the scenes stuff. So, you know, there, there's going to be a lot that changes. It's not just going to be good or bad. I I guess, I mean, I could always see them possibly, I don't know how well this would do, but I know like Microsoft has been doing the game pass and all that. I could possibly see a lot of companies trying to do more of that than just the standard disc. I don't know how well that would exactly do i know i have the game pass i like it i find it enjoyable but i don't think discs are going to be eventually they're probably going to become obsolete Uh, at least i feel for for gaming reference that is because most people download digitally at this point i mean i was one of those peoples for a long for the longest time i would always buy discs i would never buy digitally i was always super against digital and now that I've kind of like opened up to it, you know, you know, not having to wait till the game comes out, you can pre-order the game. Like if you're waiting for a game to come out and it comes out, you can pre-order the game and download, have it downloaded. You just can't play it until the till its release date. So, you know, you go buy a disc and now you got to wait like an hour or two just to download the game to be able to play it. See. So, yeah, and that's kind of based off the companies. I mean, like I said, with the 360, any day of the week I'd go buy a disc because you didn't have to physically install the game and use up all your storage space so i mean no, the, so that's why i said now even with the disc if you get it you have to use your storage space it's like that's kind of defeats the whole purpose of getting the disc you know so that's kind of based on the companies too they're kind of killing the disc themselves by doing that um, but either See, i don't know Go ahead. No, like I said, either way, like I said, do you, uh, that's another thing that people are kind of saying that goes against the Xbox is that they do have that Game Pass. So now any any game that comes for the Xbox exclusively is going to be on the PC as well. <clears throat> Sorry, as well. So, I mean, it's obviously, why would I get an Xbox when I can just get a PC? That's the thing. Do you think that's going to have an effect on, like, the sales, anything like that, or... I think it can. It might have some effect, but to be honest, let's just say, you know, I'm not saying a good majority of probably the sales come from, you know, kids and stuff like that, depending on what their parents let them play, you know. But that being said, 
you know, a lot of people just automatically default to the console. And the reason why they default to the console is because there's not a lot of people out there that, you know, want to go buy a PC and they're just like, oh, well, okay, after X amount of years, I have to buy a new PC. And it gets expensive doing that, almost probably more expensive than buying a console. Maybe not in the long run when you look at it, but not a lot of people have money just to drop about, you know, 1200 to $2,000 for a computer that's going to, you know, you'll probably be able to play games for like the next three or four years solidly on there. And then before you start seeing performance loss, whereas where you could just buy the console and the, the game is already optimized to play with the console specs at that point where, you know, the, it, it's a top, it's a toss over. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that you don't get from playing on the console and there's a lot of things that you don't get from playing on PC as well. I mean, people could probably argue argue you get more out of PC, which there are some factors that go into that, but I feel for consoles, there's a lot more dedicated servers and a lot more regulations that go into online play versus where you play on the computer where there's not a lot of regulation and, you know, there's more you can do. I feel there's more Hacks. you can do with the single, <laughs> single player than you can with the multiplayer world. Uh, are you talking about like on the Xbox? You feel you can do more on the single player, or on the PC you can do more. The PC definitely with the PC because you can mod it. You can yeah. mod it the way you want it. Now, not saying that you can't mod and make a multiplayer player game out of a single player game, but there's not a lot of games out there that people do that. I mean, when you start getting mods like that, normally it's a small crew of people that are actually making that mod and release it to the public. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh... Because uh, I was going to say the exact kind of same thing. I know a lot of people say, oh, I'm just going to get a PC then if uh, it's going to be like that. But, yeah, I mean, still, would you rather pay the five ninety nine for a new console or the $1,200 for a gaming computer? That's the thing. You know, and that being said, too, people that say that, uh, you know, they have to be... If you're moving into the PC world, there's, like, a whole bunch of different things that you have to start start knowing how to do It's you know, you, you need to keep your computer safe, obviously. Like, you're, you're able to browse the internet more easily now. You have things that you can go and download. Whereas the, the console, like, you know, a parent, again, going to, the, like, the child aspect is a parent can buy a console and they can put restrictions on it. You can put restrictions on a computer, but with the console, nine times out of ten, the only thing that they have to worry about their kids doing, getting is, like, randoms, you know, uh, freaking fake accounts trying to steal information and asking you know, people is like, hey, send me the, your card number or something like that. Whereas on a computer, you do one wrong thing, go to where you're not supposed to, and now your whole thing is infected and good luck. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. Safety uh, safety on consoles is a little bit uh, more secure, especially for children and everything like that. Uh, I would do want to get into the actual topic of, do you think it uh, was smart that 343 kind of pushed, like, Halo back? Were you able to watch, like, the trailer at all or no? Yeah, I definitely watched the trailer. I mean, it didn't look like the graphics had improved that much, per se, but it, it's not like it was completely horrible, I, in my opinion. You know, everybody has their opinion about it. I don't think the graphics were that bad. Could they have done better with it? Definitely, especially moving into a new new gen console. There's more, like, there's more you can do with it. There's more graphics power. There's more CPU power. You have more RAM to work with. You have a lot more stuff to work with with that new console base versus the old one. So to not kind of update the graphics a little bit more is kind of a risky move. Maybe the whole 
thing behind you can't you know sending so many signals across different platforms and trying to make that 4k come to everybody's screen you know maybe that had something to do with it i don't think it's the full extent but i think them taking a step back and you know reworking some things is only going to be a good thing at this point what you know what could really go wrong i mean anybody who's been waiting for a game release and, you know yeah they're sad to see that you know the game was delayed but if there if there's going to be more that they're adding to it making things better double checking things and you know really caring about the game i'm all for it yeah like i said and especially because like i said uh i hate to do this because i'm a bit Ooh, that was weird i hit my mic weird okay uh but no i'm a huge like I, i've always been a halo fan but but you know it's been kind of a lot of people have been iffy about the last games ever since uh, i hate to say that 343 took over that a lot of people have been kind of iffy about the halo games now they're like they're not that good anymore you know there's so the 343 has a lot of pressure kind of to make this one like a fantastic game i feel like just because a lot of times people feel like they've been striking out kind of i don't think necessarily they've been striking out i mean there's still a big game uh let's say what's a player base for halo halo 5 there's still a huge player player base for that there's still a huge player base for the master chief collection yeah but a lot of them play that because it was the old games that bungie made you know so i mean well even even so at this point 343 studios has already had their hand into master chief collection and they've done you know made changes here and there and stuff like that uh as far as that being said too though is you know the one thing that maybe it's different now because who knows because you know staffing changes and stuff like that 343 studios was a division inside of bungie Mm -hmm. so when bungie had left and they still had those people from 343 studios there's they're still technically a form of bungie now you know as things go on and you want things to continuously change and stuff like that you want to see new things i think a lot of it has to do with you know maybe it's not where like let's talk about the storyline for a second like like let's talk for halo 5 guardians going kind of in a completely different direction than what it what it was you know in order for a game to keep continuing on they have to change and start somewhere and whether that title is is going to be not the greatest at that point is just leaving a possibility for a whole brand new adventure and new world to take place i feel because it's like it's like let's say you're starting a new season the first episode normally of a first season of a show you know nine times out of ten it's not that great you know, it's it's setting up the plot and getting you into what's going on. You know, there's going to be games out there in a series that have that point where it's just like, oh, halfway through, it's like, okay, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And finally, they get to the point because there's so much lore and stuff that they need to tell you that people don't pay attention to. Oh, yeah. No, like I said, uh, drawing a blank. I was going to say something here. Yeah, also, yeah. Halo 5, I know, like I said, that was probably one of the big games that people are like, what, what is this for storyline, you know? Like, because, I mean, usually there's, like, some kind of ring or something like that you involved with, like, the older series. There's usually, like, a ring or something. And if I am correct, there, how many rings are there? You know how many rings there are total, There's right? nine Halo rings, I believe. So, I mean, to kind of drift away from that, I mean, like, I think a lot of people 
like big Halo fans, they've read the books. They've read all that, and they want the game to be kind of like the books, as I'd say. Well, that being said, too, I mean, you know, the my main concern about it is, you know, Halo Infinite's supposed to take off where Guardians had left off. And in the trailer, they kind of show you nothing about that. They show you the brute character, you know, that everyone turned into a meme. Craig? You're talking and, about Craig, right? Craig the yeah, Brute? Yeah, I'm talking about Craig. Craig the <laughs> Brute. But anyways, my point being is, like, where, you know, are they fast-forwarding? What are they doing? Like, as even if, you know, people didn't like that storyline, I still wanted to see where it went, you know, because I, I want to see how they finish it. If they're going to end it kind of halfway through, you know, I feel like they should make, like, a DLC add-on or something like for a couple story missions and tie it up and then move into Halo Infinite. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, yeah. When I've watched the trailer, I'm like, that's kind of like, I don't know, it's just really random. Like I said, just kind of flying in on a Pelican and all that. I'm like, uh, can we get some, like, details of what happened last, like on the last game and everything? You know, that'd be kind of nice. Which, you know, they might still do that. I mean, like I said, it's really hard to kind of just base it off their gameplay premiere just because they may not be showing us everything, you know? Then that's that's true too. It's very true. I mean, what 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 you've seen in that short twenty minute video of the gameplay of how things went on, people got to remember too. And you don't know how long this storyline is really going to be because it's a it's supposed to be an open world game. That at this point, it's it's changing into something new and different, where the storyline can be so much bigger. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Like I said, I mean, this is this is the first Halo that's actually like open world, right? For like storyline and everything. Well, I I would say as for open world, depending on what they do with it, I would say maybe it's the second time. And that being said, someone can argue with me on this if they want. It's just my personal opinion. Again, is ODST was open world as well. Maybe not as open world as we're used to with like Fallout and Skyrim, but there you could go with ODST when you're playing as rookie. You can go to any of the previous sections that you used to be when you're traveling around New ba uh, Mombasa, doing the trying to figure out what happened to the team, like where did everybody go, what what led up to the events. So yeah, no, it's gonna be very interesting to see kind of what they do with the game. Like I said, because there was so much backlash. I hate to say that there was, but there was so much. I mean. It's that some people are just kind of nitpicking at things, but there there were some good things that they said that needed to be done about it too, you know. You know that's that's true too. But you know, the one of my biggest pet peeves again, like when I was talking about the whole, you know, there's a point where you know if you want something to continuously keep going and you don't want it to end, there has to be that point where there's something that where it's a new starting ground and it's setting the plot for something even bigger. And maybe it's not that that point maybe it's not that great until you get to the last bits of it which is setting up for a whole new storyline that they probably have in the makings you know it just kind of you know this may be a different maybe not as quite close analogy because we're going from platform gaming to talking about like a gaming movie but at that point too like you know we as gamers i feel we just have such a high standard that everything needs to be perfect and if it's not the way we like it it's it's not good it's crap where, like, almost every gaming movie out there has had horrible, horrible reviews, and that's because everybody has such high standards. 
and in order to you know incorporate lore and stay true to what you know what the game is originally about it takes a lot of screen time for that you can't just wrap you can't wrap up something so huge in one in one thing oh yeah that could be a two-hour time span and be like oh my god you know it's the worst thing ever they didn't talk about this 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 or this well where's the time in that to talk about it you know there's just a lot of things that go behind building up lore and building up a storyline and key things that you need to pay attention to and realize where the bigger picture goes that's why you have those people on that all they do is just look at forms every single day and they have this hypothesis of what's going to happen. And, you know, there's times out there that people guess exactly 100% where a developer is going, you know, cause they're paying attention to that detail. They, they, they understand it. They, they analyze every little aspect and everything they, like that. Yep. yep. No, but like I said, that's like I said, I know we were talking about this now while we were podcasting, but like I said, examples like the Sonic movie. I mean, you said it was a pretty good one. I didn't get to watch it, but there's a lot of people that think it was kind of crappy, not good, you know, but I mean, that's why I said I feel like the best way if we're going to actually do like a video game kind of thing, most of them should be a TV show because then you get actual episodes. You can develop it a little bit more through a TV show than a movie. That's just my personal opinion. I mean, I guess so, but the only thing about that is my my biggest thing for a TV show is TV shows are normally super under budget. And then you get crappy effects, you don't get as good stuff as you need. Whereas like unless, you know, episodes are going like a full forty five minutes to an hour long or something like that, where they're actually putting money into it. But again, that comes with the viewer base. If the viewers don't want to put up with, you know, the build, the, the building and stuff like that, because, you know, no company that first releases something like for, let's say, TV show, as you're watching a TV show, the beginning part of it is normally not as great on par audio, not as great visual effects. And then as people start liking it and you go further into the TV show, you start noticing things get cleaned up so much better. You see cooler effects and, you know, that's just what it comes down to. And I don't think people really kind of grasp that, that idea or knowledge. Oh, no, no. I, I understand the back works of uh, a little bit of film and all that. <laughs> uh, well, you are a film major. I don't know if I'm hitting it on the head or not. Uh, <laughs> it depends on what you're looking at. Like I said, I mean, Netflix, they kind of, I know, like, they give you kind of the budget that you get, and then you make it work from there, so... And they do everything kind of, like, all in bulk. So, I mean, that's, like, a different thing than a weekly episodic thing. Where you're kind of basing it off this, off that, you know. It's a big difference. Uh, but to get back on topic here, like I said, uh, I feel, like I said, I don't... So I, my personal opinion, I don't think the Xbox is going to be in deep trouble just because Halo isn't there. Because, I mean, they already announced Fable is going to be coming back. Which, I know some of the Fables uh, were getting a little iffy there. But, I don't know. I saw that and I'm like, okay, it's got me interested. Because there's something about Fable that I enjoy a lot. So, I feel like that could be also something that's like a big game for the Xbox. I mean, I definitely play Fable again. I'd want to see where it goes. Was I impressed with Fable 3? Not really. Was it okay? Was it fun to play the first couple, first time, maybe a second time? Yeah, but afterwards never went back to it. 
unless I had someone that I wanted to, you know, introduce to it, to it, and you play side by side. But that was the only time I ever touched Fable Three. It was always Fable One or Fable Two. Yeah, that's the only thing. Like I said, we were. It's time, like I said, because it just seems like it's been forever since there's actually been like a good like RPG game that you could play with your friend through the actual like storyline and everything. It just seems like it's been a hot minute since we've got something like that, you know. And that's true too. I mean, like what we were talking about before. Like that's not right now. That's not the gaming world's focus is developing a really awesome RPG anymore. That that's kind of going away little by little, which in turn, and you know depending on what you're looking for kind of sucks but oh yeah no definitely except i either way i'm i'm excited for fable i'm probably gonna buy it when it come. well i mean i got the game pass but still if i like it i'll end up probably buying it just because it does show support to the people that made it and everything like that but uh yeah so i'm just gonna wrap it up here a little bit uh do you i'm gonna ask you the all-important question do you think that pushing Halo back is going to ruin, like, the Xbox? Is going to have, like, lower number in sales now and everything like that? No, I don't I don't think so. Uh, they just need to make sure that they have enough titles that are backwards compatible at that point. Yeah. If they have enough titles that are, you know, very... That are played constantly and it's backwards compatible or even, even you know, shot in the dark here... You know, some of the game titles that are super popular working out with some of the game uh, game developers and saying, hey, if, you know, we get X amount of people that are buying into our new series, why not throw them a bone and, you know, give them, give them that game to start out with? Because it could be a game that's slowly dying out. And what do they got to lose at that point? Yeah, no, I could see that possibly working. Uh, yeah, like I said, that's... My personal opinion on that topic is not. Nah, I don't really feel that I don't think the Xbox really needs Halo when it comes out because there's a lot of factors that considered to consider when you're getting a new console. Like I said, your friends is probably one of the biggest factors of what kind of console you're going to get. Uh, but I was like, so there was one more thing. Like I said that Game Pass is a very interesting thing. I feel like that, in my personal opinion, will affect overall sales just because, like I said, I have an Xbox, but now that I can get everything like that on my PC, I probably won't get an Xbox. That's just kind of the way it's going to well, go. It's going to save me money. Well, that being said, too, though, you know, I hate to say this because, you know, I hear, you hear it all the time, but whatever comes to a console eventually makes its way to a PC. Ninety-nine times out of ten, almost everything makes its way to the PC. One way, shape, form, another, whether it's an official release or someone had created it for it. That is true. Uh, I said every people on PC are crafty. They figure their figure things out, and there's ways to get games. And that's just, <laughs> we'll just go with that one. There's definitely ways to get games. Uh, but no, it's going to be very interesting, kind of see how the next gen launch is going to be, and everything. Like I said, either way, I mean, it's going to be interesting because it's gaming, and who doesn't love gaming? Whether or not you're Xbox, PlayStation, PC, it doesn't really matter. Forget about the Switch? Oh, yeah. The good old Nintendo. Can't really forget. Oh, hey, hey. In all honesty, that is the one that nobody ever rips on, though. That is, like, the safe zone. It's like, everybody rips on Xbox, PlayStation, or PC, but they're like, well, Nintendo. Oh, yeah, Nintendo's pretty good. 
I got nothing wrong with that. <laughs> well, if you know all things do go forward next, you know next year, twenty twenty one, we might see a a next gen switch that's more enhanced. Oh, so I don't have to worry about that drifting anymore, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a topic probably for another day, but <laughs> there's there's the controller drift that everybody has issues with on the Switch, but like I said, we, we could save that topic for uh, another day. All right. You got anything else you'd like to add to this conversation, Brad, or? No. No, you're it's good. All right. I think I'm golden. You're golden. You're always golden, Just Brad. Just don't shake the light bulb. Oh, crap. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, but I do appreciate you coming on by, listening to the episode. Tune in uh, next Wednesday, next Thursday. I'll post it on Twitter when we uh, get the episode out for you guys. I do appreciate you listening to this. And tune on for the next episode when it comes out.